What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those moves and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and this week I'm joined by Chris Abacom. What's going on, everybody? Glad to be What's back. What's going on? So Chris is back all week, ladies and gentlemen. So you'll see his face in the bubble. Was <laughs> <laughs> I love that we had the new thumbnails, um, right? So we'll definitely continue to tune in. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, our topics, Wednesday, discussion. Thursday will be a throwback, so it'll be an older episode I like to highlight. And then Fridays, everything else, movies, books, games, all that good stuff. Uh, but without further ado, I'll jump right into the article. So this one comes from rochesterfirst.com, uh, which the article is entitled, Funding to Allow RIT to Bolster Cybersecurity Around Rochester, uh, written by Adam uh, Chodak. So, um, with this uh, article, so you're talking about Harrietta, uh, New York. So uh, with the growing threat of cyber uh, attacks, local groups, businesses, and school districts can now expect more help in protecting themselves. Google announced Friday it's giving 500000 to the Rochester Institute of Technology so the school can send more students out into the community to strengthen uh, cybersecurity. So I wasn't aware that this was a, uh, a thing. Uh, so it's kind of like a... Uh, the clinic goes out to schools, it goes out to hospitals, it goes out to the local uh, community and they help them with their cybersecurity. It gives the students hands on. So we always talk about like, how do I have, how do I get 10 years of cybersecurity experience of I just graduated or I just got out of, or I, you know what I mean? Like, so in this case, they're getting hands on practical experience. Um, and Google was funding it because they liked how Rochester was uh, performing their clinic. Uh, full transparency, I'm from Buffalo, New York. So when I saw this, I was like, oh, okay, Rochester's doing something pretty cool. Rochester's right next door. I actually applied to RIT way back when. I got one of those thin letters back, you know, the ones where it's like, unfortunately, <laughs> sorry to inform you. We, 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 love your, uh, we love your credentials, but sorry to inform you. Right? So, yeah. but how, do, how do you feel about this, uh, Chris? I think it's a fantastic little uh a little bit of news because we, we've seen all this news about um, there's such a skills gap in uh, cybersecurity. I mean, even recently, I think I've read that uh, companies are failing to close the sky of cybersecurity gap, right? We're talking, you know, hundreds of thousands, you know, even potentially up to, you know, hundreds of thousands of jobs within the sector um, in the, just at least talking to the United States, there's, there's a lack of cybersecurity professionals out there. And then, but, this claim, I mean, yeah, it's a $20, $20 million charity by Google, which doesn't seem like a lot, but at the same time, it's it's something that can empower local communities, specifically in the article, it states uh, at law schools and medical schools, right? So they're empowering professionals from other, you know, other professions to have at least some put cybersecurity in the forefront of what of their thoughts, right? Um, specifically with uh the hacks with um, hospitals and all these other things going on in the environment. This is a wonderful little bit of news that I, I think should definitely be more embraced uh, throughout not just Rochester Institute of Technology, but you know throughout the United States. And it'd be kind of cool to see RIT become kind of the cybersecurity hub of the, in at least not New York City, but of New York state as a whole. Right. Just kind of, yeah. yeah, just kind, just kind of seeing that, and then hopefully, you know, other states can model themselves after this. You know, hey, we want to run clinics, we want to go out and 
you know, provide this service to people. And then, and, but it's, it's also cool. The way I understand it is that uh, it's students learning cybersecurity and then maybe doing reaching out to those companies or, you know, giving them a little bit of, uh, you know, credibility. You know, they have this training, you know, you know, sponsored by Google and things like that through the, through the faculty of RIT. But then they can take that knowledge and kind of put their faces out there. Hey, company, I'm working in cybersecurity. I'm a, I'm a cybersecurity intern. You know, I'm, I'm looking for internships, things like that. I think stuff like this is definitely a nice avenue of approach for getting the young kids out there into cybersecurity, not just, you know, us that fall into the, the DOD and, you know, have, have cybersecurity built into our, you know, daily lives as ITs and, and the DOD. Um, and I, I definitely think it's something positive, something that I hope to see more across the U.S. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then if you were trying to jump into some kind of specific track, right, like you want to be a pen tester or things of that nature, uh, within the article, it says Google says part of the reason that they're spending money, uh, sending money to RIT uh, is because of the clinics work with the local school district. Uh, in quotes, it says that school district said that the penetration testing the students gave was the most exceptional services that they had ever received from a cybersecurity organization. Uh, and this was um, from uh, Mob uh, Ibrahim, Google's Google.org cybersecurity lead, right? So Ibrahim uh, says RIT students can also connect with Google employees to learn more about cybersecurity. So it's not only a hand up to the um, organization to give them the tools and resources to continue to go out into the community, but also it's a pipeline, right? So now they have the ability to um, extract more um, services and training from Google, make those connections, right, at a very early age, and then maybe perhaps funnel into either Google or um, uh, like you kind of alluded to, Chris, where they have their face out in the community. And like, if you need a pen tester or you need a consultant, well, you have this, you know, um, uh, recently graduated um, student who can provide these services for you. And we, we, we've we experienced their, their service. We know how they do business. Um, and it just helps to bolster that portfolio, um, which is so, sorely needed, right? Because everybody's trying to break into cyber, but they don't exactly know how. Well, here's another avenue to break into cyber that's being funded by um, a, a trillion dollar company, right? Through uh, a, a very prestigious um uh, Institute again. I applied. You guys did not accept me. <laughs> My GPA was trash. I'm not <laughs> <going to laughs> I, I think also, uh, I think also the fact that uh, it's kind of fostering mentorship, you know, and right. that within the community itself. We have mentors in sports, you know, all these people to look up to, and everything on all these other. Um, I mean, in the media, you got doctors, right, right. You don't, you don't know, think about testers. You like the local, yeah, you the local badass yeah. pen tester. <laughs> right, right. Your local pen tester guy. That's you know. Right, right. You're right. Like, they have this image of the pen tester being some guy that sits in you know mom's basement, right? But that's not necessarily the case. Pen testing, yeah, it, it's very technical in its field, but it's also a business, right? Like, as remember, remember, cybersecurity is a business process, right? The technicality of it, yeah, that exists, but you know, understand, especially for those trying to break in, think about it more as like a, a business need versus something technical. And, and, and I think that a lot of people get wrapped up into the technical and then it lets, it makes them not want to pursue cybersecurity. They, they all think, oh, I don't want to be doing coding. I don't want to be doing this. Right. But it's not necessarily the case. A lot of cybersecurity is in the business field. 
right? So I, I think it's that they have they're they're building out these mentorship programs and building out really the confidence within the students to do their job. And that's where I really think the value of this is. It's the mentorship and the and the and the exposure to these companies. Yeah, absolutely. So like you said, I hope, I hope this continues to uh to grow and and be done uh uh, elsewhere, um, like we alluded to, or not alluded to, but we directly talked about uh, weeks ago, where Apple is doing something um, with the uh, HBCUs and trying to build a pipeline and and kind of finding their way to campuses that normally wouldn't have access to these trained other companies. Uh, Apple's doing it, Google's doing it, Microsoft's doing it, um, all within the states and internationally, right? And we, we talk about this week after week, how there's the security gap just here in the U.S. is 700,000, just think about the world, right? Um, so it's good to see these initiative, initiatives continue to grow um, and hopefully people will see it and then, um, you know, think about a different path, right? Like, well, I was going to be this or I was going to do that, which is a saturated market. However, there's there's opportunity here in cybersecurity um, and I can start at an early age, um, kind of like the meme with the kids in the hard hats and the vests <laughs> at the construction site. Like, how did you get 10 years of experience? Well, I started when I was in third grade. <laughs> Uh, it's good to see um, such an initiative uh, does exist. So I'll keep my my eyes on it and then um, probably circle back to it as it continues to grow, right? And then it's local news uh, from home, which I've not been there in a decade, but <laughs> <laughs> still, it's good to see. Like, I like to see um, the, the growth happening there, um, uh, especially post-pandemic, right? Because um, the, the state got hit pretty hard, like most most states, but... Um, continue to tune in throughout the week so you can find Chris Abacon via LinkedIn. We'll have his links uh, for you. Hit up the, the website uh, by all the by hit up all the websites that go by our name. There you go, I'm Rusty. Uh, and then you can hit me up personally. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. That's R Y R Y Security Guy. You can find me on LinkedIn, Clubhouse, Twitter, and Threads. Stay safe. Stay secure. <laughs>